everybody. Good morning to you and your families. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. We are here on a Monday morning. It's the 10th day of May 2021. Welcome to Monday. Welcome to a new week. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Big J has asked that I asked him about his weekend. And so ah. this is what I'm going to do. Big J. Ruin my, my joke. How was your week? That was all right. <laughs> no, it's busy, man. Yeah. Let's see. You want to hear the list of things I did? Please, fire away. Uh, sold a car. Congratulations. Uh, went to Salt Lake City uh, and uh, got some in and out. Uh-huh. Did some other things. And um, let's see, read a book. Well, I listened to a book. Yeah. But that's the same thing, really, when you get down to it. It's started very another book. different, but okay. No, it's the same thing. Uh, started another book and uh, did some uh, Mother's Day stuff. Nice, man. Sounds like a bit. So, yeah. in that whole thing, did the reason you went to Salt Lake get also taken care of? No, absolutely not. Just ran out of time, huh? No, it didn't run out of time. There were other issues that I want to save for a later okay. date. Okay, okay. Sounds like a plan. It's pretty funny. Uh, and how did the car thing go? What'd you sell? Sold the Mazda. Um, Team Mazda. They literally need your cars and are willing to buy them. It wasn't just hearsay when we were talking the uh, Friday. Um, so, uh, you know, we had a little bit left uh, to pay that car off. Uh-huh. And we've been thinking about, you know, selling it uh, for a couple reasons. One, we're tired of making payments. And two, the insurance on it is just like going to have full insurance. So, like, just to save some money, why don't we don't need it? We don't drive it that very often because, well, you know, the wife works from home now. She doesn't do a lot of driving around. So we thought, well, we'll sell that and got some good money for it. So... That was a great thing, and they needed to, to so if you want a Mazda 6, there you go. Team Mazda's got it. Beautiful, beautiful beast out there. What year was it? 2016. There you go. See? Big J putting his money where his mouth is, or his mouth where the money is. Yeah. This time around, you got the money, not the other way around. Right. So beautiful. And then you spent that money going to Salt Lake and filling up on in and out huh? No. No, I mean, by, yeah, sure. That's, that's Technically, we don't have the money yet, but... <laughs> Well, you can still sell the Bravos like you yes. are supposed to. Uh, on top of that, today it is your final week to get qualified for the Aftershock Festival. We will play Who Do You Do at 7.30. So get those impressions ready. Big Backyard Box qualifications continue at 9.15 as well. So there's plenty to do on this show today, along with playing some music. Like some chili peppers, kicking off the old morning after with Nick and Big J. It's Soul to Squeeze here on the X-Rocks. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7. At AdvocatesLaw.com, you deserve an advocate. If you find yourself on the freeway, usually in the overnight hours over the next week or so, you're going to want to find a different way. I-84 is going to be shut down between Eagle Road and I-84 from 1 o'clock in the morning until 4 o'clock in the morning. It started overnight tonight and will take place over the next eight days, according to the Idaho Transportation Department. It's because Idaho power crews are going to be working over the roadway, stringing some new power lines near Cloverdale Road. And so to safely finish the work, the utility company is going to install a net over the highway. And that will require daytime work on the shoulder and the interstate and then close during the overnight hours as crews put up the netting, according to IDT. So what's going to happen? Well, you're going to have to use local roads, basically. Eastbound local traffic. Roads? That's right, you heard them. 
they'll exit at Eagle and then go down Overland and re-enter the interstate at exit 50. And then westbound, you're going to go off at exit 50 in Franklin, basically, is what's going to happen for you. They will travel on Franklin Road and re-enter the interstate in Eagle. And so that's how it's going to go for the next couple of days. So keep that in mind. Freeway is not going to be one place to pass from 1 to 4 o'clock in the morning, at least. Big J controversy in horse racing over the weekend. Well, there's no controversy. Kentucky Derby winner Medina Spirit has tested positive for elevated levels of essentially a painkiller. The test revealed more than double the levels of an anti-inflammatory drug allowed in Kentucky racing. So yesterday, Churchill Downs suspended their trainer, Bob Baffert, who's probably one of the legends of the sport. And he's no longer allowed to enter horses at their track. Uh, here's where the controversy comes in. Baffert vigorously denying that Medina Speed, uh, Spirit was moder- improperly medicated. And what happens is they take two drug tests the day of. And they basically have it something to compare and contrast to. So if the horse fails in the other one, then this whole thing is official. But as of right now, it's all kind of up in the air. But... It's kind of important they figure this out in the next couple of days because the Preakness is coming up on Saturday, you know? Yeah. And that's a lot of money that's involved in all this stuff. So they have to figure this out and soon. For those of you curious what happens, this is only the third time ever that a horse would be stripped of the crown if it does happen. And what happens is basically whoever finished in second place is now the winner of the Kentucky Derby. But no money changes hands on bets. Does that make sense? Yeah. So whatever, if like if you bet on Medina Spirit to win, you still win. And if you had the second place horse to win, you don't get any additional money. Because Vegas can't collect on money that's already been handed out. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. And so basically all betting is final, regardless of what's happened a couple of days down the road. Well, you weren't crazy. Black Widow was supposed to come out this weekend, but Disney uh, moved it about a week ago to July 9th because they felt like not enough people were still going to the box office. So... That left Wrath of Man, starring Jason Statham, to be the number one movie at the box office. $8 million is what it pulled in over the weekend. Demon Slayer number two, Mortal Kombat three, Godzilla vs. Kong four, and Raya and the Last Dragon number five at the box office. So it was a pretty slow weekend, but good enough for a Guy Ritchie movie to be number one, Big J. Damn right. Did you make time for that? You no, sure I, you did not, I did not have time. There you go. Unfortunately. Uh, but I do know you want to see it, so there's that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Man Up Mondays on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yeah, Nick, as you stated earlier this morning, I did take a, a brief trip to Salt Lake City. Uh, I was uh, going to Ikea to pick up uh, some items, some furniture. But we'll get into that another time, Nick. Because okay. uh, what happened was is we're in the middle of a bathroom renovation. That's right, yeah. So I get home, I drive in, and I've had a little bit of communication, but not a lot with uh, with the wife. You get so home I, from Salt Lake, is what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. And and I know, you know, she's been busy. She she was actually working when I got home, but you know, had some free time early day. She didn't work. Starts work till three. So uh, I, I I pull into the house, and what do I find in our front lawn, Nick? A toilet. Uh, oh. There's a toilet, a sink. I mean, we look like your standard. 2C redneck family. These are your old toilets and stuff? Yeah, okay. yeah. And and the uh, the old uh, vanity and everything is uh, is on, uh, you know, right outside our front patio. And I was like, oh boy, looks like a lot of stuff's going on here. And I uh, didn't realize also the other day I come home and there was a new toilet. You didn't realize there was a new uh, toilet? I was like, 
do we need to replace toilets? I guess we, no, we don't, but you know, just one of the, doesn't work that great, but that's not because the toilet, it's you know, the button and some of the stuff, we could probably fix it is what I'm saying. Okay. But we got uh, a new toilet, uh, so uh, I get in there and it's just, it's just a thing to see when you come home and there's a toilet in your front is yard. It, is it? I mean, there's a clear message being sent here that your wife can clearly get more done with you out of the way than with well, you Well, no, there. because Handy uh, Handyman Allen was oh, there helping. Oh, I see, I see. I thought this was a solo project. So, no, of course not. No, this is, is not. And, and but you the, had no idea Allen was coming over to uh, to do work? Yeah, I think she mentioned it, but, you know, she'd said he... Because there, there was this very large mirror in the bathroom that needed to come down. Mirror and that in the was, bathroom? That's, that's one of those things, like, you know, you don't want to mess with that. You, for some of the stuff, you want somebody who knows what the hell they're doing. Yes. And uh, yeah, with we, toilets too, as a matter. Sure, yeah, that, that exactly. So yeah, that that's he came over to help out and uh, very ha- helpful to have a guy named Handyman Allen to be your your pal and uh, come over and help out and do those things. And, and I think we paid him with stuff. I don't know, CDs and things like that that were laying around. Maybe some money too. God, but, I hope uh, so. But so the bathroom is pretty bare right now. We've got like this uh, bucket over the hole for the toilet. Sure, and then you flip it over and go to the bathroom. Yeah, again. yeah, it's a honey hole. I call call it. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's what uh, is happening in the house now. So <laughs> what's the what's the we, completion percentage towards full remodel at this point? Thirty percent. Oh, it's gonna. Ha- what do you mean? No, it how has far, to. How, no, no, no. How far into it are you? Is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, probably thirty percent. Thirty four. Maybe now. We've primered the the walls, uh, taken out the tile, so we're probably fifty percent there. Okay, all right. So we'll we'll see. It's got to come together kind of quickly here in this month, uh, as we're going to need that guest bathroom here pretty soon. So um, yeah, is is the bath itself getting redone in any no. way, shape, or form? It's no, so everything outside that. of the shower yeah. is getting missed. Some new tile. We've got the vanity. By the way, I'll say this, and, and you know, we don't like to say that this isn't a paid advertisement or anything, but Wayfair, you know, you always kind of get concerned about ordering something from them. You said that they had a they had a broken vanity. Yeah, it's broken vanity, and so we called to get a new one. A, they're like, okay, uh, we're shipping a new one out to you. B, do whatever you want with the old one. Well, what are they going to do with a broken one, right? Well, no, but I mean, we, we're going to, you know, somebody else might want to take a broken thing for free. I see. You know, the sink isn't broken. It was just, uh, you know, somebody could fix it. You know what I'm saying? I thought that was a pretty nice thing of them to do. Sure, so, sure. Yeah, one less hassle for you because I imagine returning that would be a pain in the tail. Exactly, yeah. So that's, uh, that's what's happening. And then the old vanity we're taking to the restore today. Um, and the sink, so we're we're doing things, getting That's there. Beautiful, I love to hear it. But the best part is all that work. I, I didn't have yeah, to you do, didn't any do anything. So far, I think all you've done is there is is help is I, hold a ladder. I, I, right? Yeah, yeah, I held the ladder. I can tell you this though, I'm damn good at it. Yeah, yeah, no, there's no doubt about it. One of the best ladder holders out there. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, would you say you feel a connection to to nature or the outdoors? Yeah, when I'm out there. Yeah? No. No connection? Not really. Well, according to the University of Derby, then we should be really weary of you. Okay. Uh, researchers analyzed people data from about 5,000 people, and they found that uh, individuals who have personality ruled by the so-called dark triad of traits, Big J, narcissism, psychopathy, all those things, have fewer dealings with nature. 
Study author Dr. Dean Fido says across the studies, we did an advanced relationship between a connection with nature and psychiatry. Why can't I say that word? Psychiatric. Psychiatric? Psychiatry. I can say something and you can't. Psychiatry is the word I was going for. He added that everybody that has psychopathic tendencies to some degree, but the level varies from person to person, and if they don't like the outdoors or have a connection to it, then that might be one of those deals where they may be a little off, Big J. Or they may be a little bit too into themselves, is what it boils down to. Well, I'm more too much into my Xbox. Yeah, that was not related to this study. I don't think it's a complete study, then. Uh, Rory, Rory McIlroy won the Wells Fargo Championship with a final round three under par 68 yesterday. It's the 19th PGA Tour title of his career, but it does break a 550-day winless streak. It had been since 2019 since Rory had won any kind of championship, and now he's back in the winner's circle, I guess you call it. Who the hell knows what golf calls it? They don't call it a green jacket there. I know that much. Uh, Big J, over the weekend, Wonder Woman uh, was doing an interview, Gal Gadot, with, uh, over Wonder in her Woman. home country of uh, Israel and was talking about the rumors about Joss Whedon and how difficult it was for her to film Justice League. Of course, there were some rumors that came out that Joss was pretty abusive to her on the set and said stuff like that, and she basically had a chance to confirm the rumors. He said that he threatened her career, and if she did something or told somebody, he would make my career miserable, and I just took care of it instead. Uh, I wish she, she would elaborate on how she did that. Uh, Whedon has come under... I think she kind of did where she... This is where the, the it starts to get real, like, Warner Brothers maybe is not very nice, but apparently she went to the higher-ups, and they squashed it right away, but when, you know, Ray Fisher did that, they told him that what he was saying was incorrect. And so it's yeah, they're really, all they're all just it's gross. It's it's not it's not a good scene, and it sounds like Gail got the Gal got the support that she needed, and Ray did not, and it's just really weird and troubling. Either way, uh, Joss Whedon does not come out looking good in any situation. He hasn't, and and then finally, you know, I'm like I'm done with that dude. What a pos. Yeah, yeah, he does not seem like a very nice person. And he's got some real issues speaking a narcissist. And, you know, I, I don't know. He hasn't done much since Justice League outside of that new HBO show that he also, like, created but was kicked off of. So while it's his idea, he's not involved in it in any way, shape, or form anymore, which makes me feel kind of bad for the people involved in that show because there's an attachment to him even no, though No, because they were not. treated like garbage the whole time. It's probably the greatest thing that's ever happened to him. Could very well be. But that show didn't get very far off the ground is what I'm saying before he, need, he was kicked he off. He needs to go to some counseling, man. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Yeah, get to the top of little turkeys. From 100.3, the X rocks. All right, it is time to get somebody qualified for the Aftershock Festival 2021, October 7th through the 10th in Sacramento, California. Did you see over the weekend they announced the uh, headline replacement as well as some additional lineup changes? No, I did not see that. Uh, the original lineup of the Misfits is now headlining the oh, Saturday wow. night show. So that's Danzig and crew going to be there playing their two-minute songs, rocking out and having a good time. Plus, they added in this moment, they added all good things and a couple other bands as well to the actual lineup, too. So the Aftershock Festival continues to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And if you'd like to go, we got you all taken care of. Tickets for the sold-out festival for all four days, lodging, airfare, everything. All you have to do is pull off a celebrity impression. 208-287-1003. Everybody's got one in their back pocket. Somebody they think they can do an impression of. 
If you think you've got what it takes, now would be the time to get on the phone, and let's see if we can't get somebody qualified. Hello, the X. Hey, hey, good morning, you guys. Good morning, man. What's your name? Um, Jeremy, bro. All right, Jeremy, you are up. Don't tell us who you're going to do. Jay and I like to guess. Just pull off your celebrity impression. We'll see if we can't get it, all right? All right. Uh, hey, buddy. It's a wedge because I'm wheezing all the juice at your house. I miss it all. It's a wedge because I'm wheezing all the grindage at your house. Just chill. Because if I had the whole Brady Bunch thing going on at my house, I'd grind over there. Look at this. Look at this. Well, I mean, you did a whole monologue, man. Yeah, I mean, there's. Nice. I didn't think he had that many lines in Encino uh, Man. I'm going to guess uh, Brandon Frazier. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, well, well, well not Brandon Frazier, but uh, it was uh, the other uh, Sure. It's Paulie Shore. I was making a joke. I love that you couldn't remember the name of the guy that you were doing. That's fantastic. Paulie Shore. Paulie Shore. He's in character. He's Congratulations, my man. You are officially qualified, Jeremy. Way to go. Uh, busting out some wheeze <laughs> in the juice and etc. from Paulie Shore to get himself qualified for the Aftershock Festival. That's how it works. We're in the last week of this, by the way. You've got 1230 today and 530 today with Jason, Drew, and Adam, respectfully, and then the rest of the week to get qualified because we're going to give this trip away on Friday. Best of luck to everybody. We're going to hell next on the x Rock. My own private hell? The Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada is where we're going to for today's We're Going to Hell story. All righty. A story that sounds like it's straight out of a damn horror show, Big J. And certainly one that you would not be associated with. But it's a tale as old as time, Big J. A couple of kids growing up in rural Canada, right? Yeah. Teenagers to be exact, 14 and 13 respectfully, decide, you know what? It's a beautiful day outside. Why don't we take our mountain bikes and just go hit some trails, right? And so they do. They start hitting the trails they always hit by their house. And that's when one of them goes, man, I'm so tired of doing the same thing over and over and over again. We got to be able to find some like new jumps or some new trails or someplace off the beaten path that we can go ride our bikes. Right, Billy? Yeah. And so. Yeah, Teddy. And so they're like, all right, let's do it. And so they do. They start riding their bikes off the trails a little bit, having a little bit of fun out there in rural Alberta, Canada. And that is when one of the boys takes a jump and wipes out. Everybody's okay. No problems. But that's when he stops because he realizes that, hey, about five feet away from me is a rattlesnake all coiled up. And that's not a good situation to be in. And then the kid looks around and goes, is that another rattlesnake? Is that another rat? He has basically fallen into a rattlesnake den. Oh my God, it's just like Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right. So he is clearly frozen with fear. His friend doesn't see that he's like, you know, freezing. He just follows him in with the bikes. And he's like, listen, man, it's so crazy that I'm riding my bike to where my friend is. And these rattlesnakes are snapping at me, like lunging at me at my feet at my bike and stuff. Because obviously their fr- his friend wiped out has made them upset. You know what I mean? So now they're like protect the nest kind of thing. And so yeah, basically, it's like a rattlesnake minefield. Right. And so they realize, oh my God, we have ridden into a rattlesnake den. And so they do the only thing that they can think of, and that is they ditch their bikes and they run on foot to the only place that they can see that doesn't have any rattlesnakes. And they just run like as fast as they can out of there. They get back to their house and then they have to call. And they call in an airstrike. <laughs> they call in, uh, believe it or not, the city of Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada has a rattlesnake mitigation program. 
and they call essentially rattlesnake animal hell? control. And they're like, listen, uh, not only do we need, do we, do we find a rattlesnake den, but we are going to need actual help to get our bikes back because we just left them in the middle of the woods. And these are decent mountain bikes. So, sure enough, Big J, the rattlesnake wrangler, Ryan Diver, who is the official head of the rattlesnake mitigation program, shows up and he says, quote unquote, it is the biggest rattlesnake den I have ever seen. Uh, basically, he had to wrangle and take care of about 32, he estimated 33 oh rattlesnakes, plus a bunch of eggs that were in the area, which is why they were so protective, you know? And so it was... angry mama rattlesnakes. It was insane, and he said he they were pretty aggressive and pretty angry, and he understood, but he was able to get them all out of there without getting bit and relocated them safely and get the boys back their bikes. So it ends up being a happy situation, but that had to be a fairly stressful couple minutes Dude, for those, those kids. those guys are so lucky. And their kids. Like, I mean, you know, you got their head on right not to look around. I mean, it's it had to be crazy. But, yes, luck played a very big Listen, role. Listen, I've things. had my own encounter with a rattlesnake. It is, it, is, it is terrifying. Who won that battle? Well, I did. I'm still alive. I didn't get I didn't get bit. Did it try to bite you? No, but it was coiled and ready for action. Where was it? Uh, it was not far from my house. You were a kid? Yep. And you just ran the other way? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly the proper response. I, I got the hell out of there. Yelled for Grandma. Grammy, help. And uh, she uh, came out with a shotgun and shot. No, that's not what happened. I, I the wish, snake lived to fight another day, I imagine. I stayed the hell away from that area. Smart. Yeah, that, that, that area suddenly becomes off limits. That's for sure. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. Let's take a look at your traffic report this morning. See how things are going. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured because of another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444. Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, what if I were to tell you that jet lag? It's all in your head, bro. I believe it. Uh, turns out that worrying about jet lag before a long trip actually is what brings it on and probably makes it worse. Now, that at least according to some researchers in Germany that uh, actually surveyed about 3,000 flights that were all going from people that lived in one time zone to another. That was a pretty significant kind of time change. And they asked them, hey, hey, you going to get jet lag? And 75% of people on the plane said, yeah, dude, I mean, we're just flying too far for jet lag not to be a thing. Well, uh, turned out only 54% did, but every one of the 54% that were involved all said they were going to get it before they did and reported it as being awful. Like, legitimately, it was terrible for them to experience. And so they realized that if people thought they were going to get jet lag and, you know, kind of dreaded it, that was going to make it even worse than it actually was. And for those people that didn't think they were going to get jet lag, 0% responded having jet lag. So they're like, well, that's also weird. You know what I mean? The people that thought they were going to get it got it and got it bad. And those who didn't think they were going to get it didn't get it at all. So they came to the conclusion that, you know what? It's probably all in your little brain, dude. Having a positive attitude about things like that can actually help avoid stress and actually aid rest, which could lead to you not being as tired as you normally would be if you're changing time zones. So have that positive attitude going on that long flight whenever you can, and maybe, just maybe, you'll survive without any jet lag. What about that? Nice. 
It's all in our heads. The brain is a powerful tool. Congratulations to Russell Westbrook. He recorded his 181st career triple-double on Saturday night. That brought him to a tie with Oscar Robertson for the most triple-doubles in NBA history. He made the uh, kind of final shot in the third quarter of the team's overtime win against the Pacers. Robertson's record had stood for 47 years. Uh, Westbrook got 33 points, 19 rebounds, and 15 assists in that win for the Wizards, who, again, he's going to average a triple-double this season. So he is an incredible point guard. And, uh, again, I think uh, history will look back fondly on him. I think right now he's playing in an era that has, you know, Kevin Durant and LeBron James and Giannis and all these big personalities and these incredibly talented players, and he's kind of getting lost in the shuffle a little bit. But... You want to talk about overall greatness, and Russell Westbrook is right there. Like yeah. the guy that all facets, not the best shooter in the world, not the best rebounder in the world, but dude is five, like uh, like 11 and pulling down 19 rebounds in a game. That's that's just desire. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So good for Must him. Must be the greatest scorer to ever live. No, not quite. Uh, AMC is the latest cable channel that's leaning hard into streaming, and they're leaning hard into zombie streaming, Big J. They are confident that their niche streaming is going to be their ticket to success. They're really banking on this AMC Plus thing, and they are laying hard on The Walking Dead to make that happen. Of course, they have the mothership, The Walking Dead, of the franchise, but then they have Fear the Walking Dead, and then the new series, The Walking Dead, The World Beyond, and that's what they are choosing to really kind of pump up and launch their network. Uh, They're expecting uh, by 2025, 20 to 25 million subscribers to AMC Plus based solely on The Walking Dead alone. Do you buy that? No. I mean, like, we know a couple of Walking Dead fans. Maybe one I can name off the top of my head that would throw down money to see it. But that would be it. Do you know what I mean? Like, specifically to pay for The Walking Dead. Like, I know I get it. We're all kind of paying for AMC in some way if you have it. But to specifically seek out and pay for The Walking Dead, I mean, at this point... You probably would have maybe talked me into like $5 a month like seven years ago. But not now. No way in hell, right? right. I don't care how many spinoffs you do. I, I just I think I just might be over the whole thing. And so there's that. But yet, you know, I'm not over zombies because I'm excited about Army of Dead. So you figure it out. I can't. My point is I'm not paying extra money for it, I guess. But they think 20 to 25 million will. So best of luck to all of you. Here's traffic. Because we've been saying it for years, what we need is more streaming networks, right? I know we need it. We need the morning after streaming. We need more subscription choices. This? Morning after minus. Okay, you get less yeah. than what you would on the uh, on the actual internet. Yeah. What are Listen they to the radio. What are they getting for their money? Podcasts. <laughs> so what they already get for free? Yeah, but we're gonna charge them for it. All right. Okay. I mean, it's essentially like a Patreon, yeah, I suppose, right? plenty of suckers out there. People that can't comprehend. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. It'll just send you a link to our OnlyFans. And, and you don't feel bad about ripping off the audience? No. <laughs> well, that was a long, long delay. You might want to sleep on that. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we got some free music for you. Gojira has released an album called Fortitude. It is amazing. And we'll get you set up with that album uh, here. If you can beat me, Pop Culture Smackdown. Get you ready for their um, concert September 20th at the Rev Center. Tickets are on sale now. If you want to grab them, you can go to the fun that is RevCenter.com. There's a link at XRock.com as well. But you should grab your tickets to Gojira. It'll be a good one. 
208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you would like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown. It would be a good opportunity for you to flex your knowledge muscles, impress your friends, and also show up Big J in the process, which isn't easy to do, for being perfectly honest. But sometimes Big J has good days and bad days when it comes to Pop Culture Smackdown. Hello, the X. How's it going? Good morning, man. What's your name? Ryan. Ryan, you're up first. This actress starred in the Fox TV series Living Single for six seasons. Also in movies like Set It Off, Ice Age, and Barbershop 2. And she is now the equalizer on a new series on CBS. Uh, let's see. On the tip of my tongue. Um, uh, Queen Latifah. Yeah. Right. Queen Latifah. You and ITY. Big J. ITY. Monty Python is a fairly popular comedy group. I feel like two of them are pretty easy to name, so I'm going to need you to name six of, or three of the six original members of Monty Python. Oh, man. Oh, man. Eric Idle? Yep. Right. Let's go with, um... I can only do four, so don't feel bad. But I mean, I can't. I don't, I don't think I'm getting in two here. Yeah, that's true. Because uh, I'm just, uh, God, it's been so long. I'm just trying to see the credit roll in Life of Brian. I was surprised that Eric Idle was the first name he dropped. Why? Because I thought somebody else was a bigger name out of the group. That you yeah, there recognize. is, but I can't. I'm yeah. not kidding. I don't know it. All right. Wrong. I've been easily defeated today. Ryan, you are the victor. Congratulations. We'll get you that Gojira album. John Cleese is the right. guy that John I was Cleese, thinking of yes. off the top of my head. But then there's also uh, Terry right. Gilliams, and who's now a movie director. And then Michael Palin. Right. And then the Terry Jones. Right. And then the other one I'm going to need help with because I don't remember. Graham Chapman. Right. Is number six. So let's get a couple other names mixed up to, com- to create one weird name. So I was thinking of uh, Gilliam and uh, the first guy. John Gilliam? Yeah. That's what you're going to John Gilliam. Uh, you would have been wrong. Either yeah. way, Monty Python is fantastic, just in case you're all curious. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We got your headlines. Those are next on the X-Rock. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by the good people over at Keystone Light. They're giving away two Polaris Sportsman 578 TVs right here in the Treasure Valley. All you have to do is look for Keystone Displays at your favorite place to get Keystone Light. Text in the keyword, and you are entered to win. Congratulations. Headlines are as follows. Use those rights. Putting the fun in funeral and inappropriate. Use those rights. Some people don't understand how laws work. Uh, Easton Police in Pennsylvania say that 26-year-old Victoria Spears told a detective who was raiding her home that she, quote, used to make a lot of money selling drugs, like $10,000 a week, but now she only sells on occasion, end quote. Police found multiple people inside of her home and found packaged cocaine, MDMA pills, constant with drug sales, all sorts of stuff. They also found apparent drug packaging materials, too. Spears was charged with two felony counts of drug possession with intent to deliver, among other things. And she probably got herself in trouble by opening her mouth. So that whole, you know, right to remain silent thing might be a smart play if you are, in fact, a drug dealer whose house is getting raided. You know what I mean? Yeah. That would be probably the, the not the optimal time to offer up information. Listen, I used to sell drugs, but now I only do it a little bit. Oh, you found drugs that I sell. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Putting the fun in funeral or inappropriate? Inappropriate. 
A New Zealand man who began drawing very large drawings of people's junk around potholes in the home city of Auckland in 2018 in the hope of attracting attention from his local council has been threatened now with police action. In a video road safety campaigner Jeff Upson made after the most recent addition to his collection, he said, quote, I'm about sick of calling New Zealand transport, so what I've done is I've gone and drawn a great artist's impression of junk. The video shows two green and pink junks upon hopefully uh, was hoping to use the address where the eye-catching potholes occur and their dimensions to, you know, kind of regulate the people that are in charge of fixing potholes around the city that, hey, these have been here long enough for me to draw gigantic pieces of junk around them. Maybe now you'll pay attention to them. And all that's really happening is the city council is going, not only are we not going to fix your potholes, but now you could go to jail for being all obscene about it. So this is not a great situation for poor Jeff. He was just trying to fix his potholes. But I guess there's proper ways to go about that, and he wasn't doing it the right way, or he was sick of doing it the right way, and tried something different. This time it didn't work, just got him in trouble with the law. It happens, man. Wrap it up with putting the fun in funeral. There's disrespect at a funeral, and then there's this. Recently, North Dakota police officers were alerted by attendees at a gravesite funeral in Riverside Cemetery in Fargo that an unwanted spectator was, quote, trying to run people over in an SUV and plowing over a bunch of gravesites. Police say the driver was Blair Witten, the ex-girlfriend of the gentleman who died. The father of the dead man says nobody wanted Witten at the service and not sure how she got wind of it happening, but... All of a sudden, he saw, like, this SUV racing across a cemetery, and he's like, what is happening? Another witness says when he tried to ask the woman to leave following the burial, she revved up the SUV and then started to speed towards him, forcing him to leap out of the way. Like it was a Grand Theft Auto game or something. Witten then told police she was simply sitting near the service, but when others tried to approach her, she feared for her safety and drove away fast over the gravesites. Witten was arrested, charged with one count of misdemeanor reckless endangerment. Either way, like driving over other people's graves <laughs> seems fairly disrespectful it's as well. Messed up, man. Yeah. yeah, that's not a cool thing to do. Uh, but I'm like, how do you even deal with the situation if that's happening? You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't even know. I don't know, but I'm glad that uh, nobody was hurt, and I guess some grave sites need to be replaced. So that's probably an awkward phone call from the graveyard, right? Yeah. Hey, Jim, uh, listen, I know it's been a while, but somebody ran over your grandfather's gravestone. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. Four. Oh, uh, what's in the box? Only on 100.3. VX rocks. What's in the box? Big backyard box, baby. It's going to be given away at the end of the month, and you need to get qualified in order to win the up to $10,000 that's inside, all presented by Kitchen Tune-Up. Basically, you get a $1,000 gift card to use on whatever you want from a bunch of great Treasure Valley businesses that could help improve your backyard, even the inside of your home. From Apple Plumbing to Row Paint to Butte Fence to Leisure Time to the Lifetime Store, all sorts of goodies. Plus, throwing in $1,000 cash as well, and boom, you get to $10,000. So, we want to get you qualified by playing What's in the Box. Big J's got a fictional box. He'll give you some clues as to what's inside of it. If you can crack the code, you are officially in the running for the big backyard box. Let's see if we can get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Good morning. Hey, man, you are up first. Good luck. All right. Uh, it's an international house of sorts. 
International House of Pancakes. Yeah, there you go. IHOP for short. <laughs> Congratulations. Hang what, on one second. What's out. so funny? I mean, it's not of sorts. It is, in fact, right there in the title in International okay. House. Uh, but, but why be, are you throwing that into a box? Could be plenty. Uh, Adam Sandler, you know, he he made a joke. Uh, I guess he he had uh, got into an IHOP uh, a little bit ago, and uh, you know they he, there was a wait, so he kind of took off. He had the kids with him, and uh, he you know IHOP was like, hey, come on back, and he's like, well, you know, the real reason I left is because you didn't have all you can drink milkshakes. So they decided, hey, let's go ahead and do all-you-can-drink milkshakes in uh, the Long Island area of New York. And uh, while they're doing that for 11 of those IHOPs, unfortunately, the rest of us are out of luck. But they're doing something really cool. They're also uh, all participating IHOP locations are donating a uh, dollar um, for uh, when you buy some milkshakes, up to $50,000 to Comedy Gives Back. Nice. That's so cool. So that's really, really cool. I'll tell you what, uh, I, I was. I told you last Thursday when we were talking about this, I was surprised how long this story has had legs for essentially, yeah. the, I mean, it's a video for Adam Sandler walking out of an IHOP because, you know, no offense, he had his kids and they were packed and all that kind of stuff, but people were shocked that IHOP just didn't sit him down instantly. And it's like... What? And, and Adam Sandler didn't have a problem with that. Right, of course. Why would you? But here, this is the thing. This is good that this story has hung around that long because it's one of the only stories we have that's that's decent. <laughs> and it's a celebrity type who isn't a jerk, an a-hole, right. or, or a gross, disgusting, misogynistic pig. Forcing his way to kick out a family of four so he could eat it right. up with his kids. Yes, you're right. I'm just crazy. I mean, again, it's, it's insane to me that it's the thing and then also... All this stuff is going around, but it's nice that, you know, IHOP can turn it into something positive and give Sandler what he wants, I guess, with unlimited milkshakes and the rest of us a way to help back. Adam Sandler's probably like, what the hell's going on I'm not even going to go to IHOP ever again, but all right. Cool. Thanks. Morning After with Nick and Big J. pressure. He's got to (laughs) go. Yes, now he has to have a milkshake. Your bad impressions are next. It's the X. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Allow the tunes of French metal entering your ears to impress you. As we have Gorgira's latest album, Fortitude. We'll get you digital code. You can download it for free and enjoy it whenever, wherever you want. It's a beautiful thing. Free music is yours if you could figure out bad impressions, which works like this. Big J has got a celebrity in mind. He has written three clues around that celebrity. If you can figure out who that celebrity is from those three clues or less, music is yours. Phone number 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Bad Impressions. And are we starting the week off easy or difficult? That should be pretty easy, man. All right, Big J says it's easy. Let's see if you're right. Hello, the X. Morning, ma'am. What's your name? All right, Dan, you're up. Good luck. I'm always giving maximum effort. (laughs) I have my own gin company called Aviation Gin. Uh, Yes, Deadpool 3 is happening, and yes, I play Deadpool. Hey, that's that uh, guy I can never remember his name. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. You've remembered his name. Ryan Reynolds is correct. Good job, Dan. Hang on one second. We'll get you that Gojira. Uh, why is Ryan Reynolds in the news? Oh, he's just the best. Uh, he uh, decided that, uh, aside from a couple of days ago, he posted, he, he has, the, with his aviation gin, he has uh, built his own promotion company uh-huh. and uh, had uh, thrown himself in the ring as Johnny Cage, Nick. 
Uh, you may have seen him in these Mint Mobile commercials. Yeah. Uh, Mint Wins was was the the Mortal Kombat uh, final uh, frame, and uh, that was hilarious. But uh, with Mother's Day, he went ahead and honored. <laughs> His his wife uh, Blake Lively as being a great mother, and uh, he did an Instagram post uh, that was uh, very fitting of what he normally would do because they troll each other so much. Uh, and and he talked a lot of nice things about how great of a mother she is, and then said this: Never could I have predicted anonymous airport bathroom sex would lead to this, or how you'd hire Dog the Bounty Hunter to find me. Either way, I'm lucky to reflect a little of the sunlight you shine on all of us. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, they have fun, you know. That's what it's all about. And they have fun. They have a good time. And uh, and it looks like it's the, everybody's very happy. And that's all you could ask for, yeah. right? In a celebrity relationship that we all see through the Instagram filters. Either way, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there as well. That's a very good thing. Hopefully, it was an enjoyable one for you and your family did you right. If not, now's the time to get out. Yeah, by the way, uh, Maximum Effort is the name of that promotions company. So if you'd like to uh, hire them to do your advertising and whatnot. If you can afford them. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the x Rock. Pop Evil, breathe again. How we're wrapping up the old Morning After with Nick and Big J. Had a chance to qualify somebody today for not only the Big Backyard Box, but also the Aftershock Festival that will carry over into tomorrow. We got Big J's Fun Little Man Up Monday section ready to go, where once again, uh, work was done in the bathroom, but not by him, which is probably the best way that remodel project can go for all parties involved, really. Uh, So that was also good, and hopefully it was a good Monday for you as we get things kicked off. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, uh, exciting news uh, here early this morning, uh, or maybe it was yesterday, but uh, Evanescence and Hailstorm going out on a huge arena tour together, uh, which is awesome. Those two ladies, uh, that is, is fantastic. It gets underway November 5th in Portland, Oregon. Yep, Portland and Seattle, about as close as that's going to get to the old Treasure Valley. We tried to warn as many people as we could, like, you know, not only when things open back up or is everybody going to be touring at the exact same time, right? But also the fairly quote-unquote large tours are going to hit the major cities before they hit the secondary and tertiary markets, which is where we find ourselves in. So they're going to they're gonna fly right over us is what's going to be happening a lot as things get started up. So that's why you need to appreciate and support the bands that do swing through town, the Beartooths, the Gojiras, the more to be announced here in the next coming weeks that we are excited to be bringing to town during this, you know, just getting started side of the concert season, which is good. Well, there goes a dream of a double X session with uh, Amy Lee and Evanescence and and Hailstorm. Yeah, sorry. Maybe not on this run. There could be another leg, but not on the the first run. So sorry. Uh, Don't forget the Keystone Light giving away two Polaris Sportsman 578 TVs right here in the Treasure Valley. Just look for Keystone Displays in your favorite place. Get Keystone Light. Text the keyword. Boom. You are entered to win. We shall see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's up next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rock.